Last week, the other Pastor Shannon preached on eternal punishment of hell. The wages of sin is death, and so because of our inherited and actual sin, we all deserve eternal punishment in the outer darkness. And Jesus warns us about this many times. And only in Jesus, only calling on the name of Jesus and obeying him, will we escape the torment of flame in outer darkness. In the outer darkness, there is no rest. But in Christ, we have rest. The punishment of sin for eternity as real, as Pastor Shannon reminded us. But what about temporal punishment for sin? Punishments for sin in this life. Many Christians will tell you that these don't exist that everything was taken care of and dealt with on the cross. And there's a sense in which everything was dealt with on the cross. That is true, but what they want that to mean is that God no longer temporally punishes or chastises or judges people, particularly his people. But this is not true. The scriptures uh, testify against them. Such an approach makes the rest of the New Testament incoherent, not to mention the entirety of Scripture. God judges the Christians in Corinth for withholding the Lord's Supper from some of its members, for not examining themselves properly. He killed and made sick some of the Corinthians because some were going without while others were getting drunk. Jesus threatens many of the churches in John's apocalypse with various punishments if they didn't repent. Paul says in Hebrews that trampling underfoot the spirit of grace is a much worse offense, offense and incurs much worse judgment than trampling underfoot the law of Moses. All of these are New Testament examples, many of them carrying forward the temporal judgments of sin that we see all throughout the scriptures. We're going to read today in the lectionary readings that David, after he commits murder and adultery, he repents. He's forgiven. But God still takes away his firstborn. And he plagues his house with conflict. He says, the sword will not depart from your house. David was forgiven. He was eternally forgiven. We'll see him in glory. He repented, but he still incurred a temporal judgment on himself and on his household for his sins and nothing has changed when you sin God may judge you with some kind of temporal punishment even if you repent and this is the uniform witness of scripture and it ought to terrify us we play these mind games and we think well I can I can indulge in this sin because I know that God will forgive me and if you ask for forgiveness, he will, but that doesn't eliminate the possibility, the very real possibility of incurring temporal judgments on yourself and others around you. And so this ought to give us more pause when we're entertaining sin in our hearts, because that manifests into actual sin in our lives. We ought to be putting to death the flesh, resisting the devil. God promises that the devil will flee us if we resist him. And so we do this not only for our sake, but for the sake of those around us, the sake of the community. If you failed in doing this this week, this time is for you to make, to make things right with our Lord and Savior. This reminds, us, this reminds us of our need to confess. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 
we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So come, let us worship and bow down. 